Yo, today's QOD is when you fail, celebrate. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Carla Harris back on the show, and today she's going to encourage you to take risk. Remember, Denzel Washington talked about this last week. Take risk and also to fail fast. And most importantly, to really be your authentic self. You may think there are parts of you that don't really fit when it comes to different aspects of your life. But you'll be surprised as to what can happen when you show up as all of you. Carla Harris, coming up. Now, as I turn my attention to powerful, impactful, influential leadership, it's all around the letters in the word leader. The L stands for leverage. Powerful, impactful, influential leaders understand that there is no monopoly on intelligence. You won't always have the best idea. You won't always have the right idea. But somebody in your environment has the intellect, the experience, and or the relationships to help the team successfully prosecute any endeavor. And if you are a powerful, impactful, influential leader, your job is to create an environment where those who are working with you, notice I said with you and not for you, those who are working with you want to contribute their out-of-the-box ideas. Without those ideas, you cannot innovate. Without being able to innovate, you will not compete in this market. It is all around innovation. So it is your job to create an environment where people are clear that there is no retribution for making a mistake, because if there is a big retribution for making a mistake, they will not take that risk. And you need people with a mindset of being comfortable taking risks. That's the only way you're going to be able to innovate. In fact, they must be comfortable failing. You need to create an environment as a leader that it's okay to fail. Take a page out of the technology industry's book and just fail fast. And oh, by the way, when you fail, celebrate. Say, you know what? Nice job, Roger. Way to go, Renee. If we had not taken that risk, we would not have the following information. So it didn't work. But here's what we learned. Let's leverage that, leverage that into the next opportunity. Let's leverage that into the next try. So it's all about creating leverage in your team. If all roads lead back to you, then by definition, your success as a leader is going to be capped. Why? Because you're one man. You're one woman. So the trick is to leverage other people's intellect, leverage other people's experience, and leverage other people's relationships in order to have the team successfully prosecute and compete internally and externally. The first E stands for efficiency. I've noticed that powerful, impactful, influential leaders are very clear about what success looks like. Even in the face of obscurity, even when you are doing something that you have never done before and you really don't know where this is going to end up and perhaps you cannot call success for the year, you can't even call success for the quarter, but you may be able to call success for the week, 
You can call success for the day. And maybe you just define success for the half day that you are out on retreat. But once you define success, now you have motivated and inspired your team to outperform. Because I happen to believe as humans, we'll all program what we want to do well. And when you make it real clear around what success looks like, now you give people the opportunity to outperform. And that will disproportionately accrue to your status in the leadership seat. The A, and many of you have heard me talk about this before, my good friend Sid and Emily and others in the room, you know how I feel about authenticity. It is your distinct competitive advantage because nobody can be you the way that you can be you. And the day that you received your opportunity at your respective companies, somebody else didn't get the job because you were the best person for the job. So the last thing that you should ever do is to submerge that which is uniquely you. Anytime that you are trying to speak or behave in a way that is inauthentic to who you really are, you will create a competitive disadvantage. You're using valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to really hear what your client is saying, yet it's not articulating. Valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to demonstrate that quick twitch response. Valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to co-create with that person on the other side of that conversation, which is what this environment demands, on-the-spot creation. As quiet as it's kept, ladies and gentlemen, most people are not comfortable in their own skin. So when they see someone who is comfortable and confident in their skin, they will gravitate towards you. They absolutely want some of that. I will tell you that if your success, like mine, depends upon your ability to successfully penetrate relationships, the easiest way to penetrate a relationship is to bring your authentic self to the table. When you bring your authentic self to the table, people will trust you. And trust is at the heart of any successful relationship. This was a very interesting lesson for me to learn. As many of you know, I am a singer. I've done three CDs and five sold-out concerts at Carnegie Hall. But when I first started in this business, I didn't want anybody to talk about the fact that I was a singer. I wanted to be known as a no-nonsense, hard-driving, analytical, quantitative investment banker. I'm not here to sing and dance, boys. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> Didn't want anybody to talk about it until I saw the client reaction. My colleagues would often take me into a pitch and say, oh, this is Carla Harris, our capital markets banker. But what you really ought to know about Carla, she's an amazing gospel singer. She sung at Carnegie Hall, Radio City, the Apollo. And I'm there rolling my eyes until I saw the reaction. Oh, you're a singer. Oh, I so admire people who can sing. And I personally love to sing, but my family won't let me sing in the shower. And <laughs> maybe you can talk to my daughter about how she integrates her love of the arts and her academics. And there we were having a 15-minute meeting before the meeting. Are you with me, Catalans? The meeting before the meeting. So when I sat down to pitch, they heard me with a different ear. They saw me through a different lens because Carla Harris, the singer, was allowed to be in the room with Carla Harris, the banker. I naturally differentiated myself from the other five bankers that would come in there and pitch that same IPO that afternoon. So now, Whenever I go into a new situation, 
Oh, I bring Carla Harris, investment banker. I bring Carla Harris, the prayer warrior. Carla Harris, investment manager. Carla Harris, the singer. Carla Harris, the writer. Carla Harris, the speaker. Carla Harris, the mother. Carla Harris, the golfer. Carla Harris, the football fan. I bring all those Carlas to the table. <laughs> Because I don't know which Carla will be the one that will connect and allow me to own that relationship in a proprietary way. Your authenticity is at the heart of your power, and it is at the heart of powerful, impactful, influential leadership. And it is imperative that if you are sitting in the leadership seat, that you bring your authentic self to the table. Because when you bring your authentic self to the table, you will motivate others to bring their authentic selves to the table. And anytime any of us is in an environment where we can be who we really are, we will always outperform. And once again, that will accrue to your status in the leadership seat. That was Carla Harris. Her website is carlaspearls.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called 2018 Catalyst Awards Conference, Carla Harris. All right, we got Zig Ziglar tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'll see you then. I'm out. Peace. Peace.